When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to Group Text. I think everyone at this point knows my love of talking to reality stars. And one of our favorites is joining us today, Cynthia Bailey. Hi! Hi! So, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. At one point. Yes. And we'll get to that. Yes, of course. Before becoming a housewife, and when I was doing my research on you, you were a big time model. I know you had a cover of Essence. Two. You, <laughs> two covers. Plus you had major things. Was it like yes. cover girl? I mean, major. Yes, major um, advertising campaigns. Uh, I was a big catalog model. Um, I did well with Runway, but more than, more than anything, I was a cover girl. I was a cover girl and a beauty model, you know. A beauty, well. I can see why, but when you, I have, I, before we go forward, you brought up something I just have to ask. So when you were a catalog model, yes, did you ever like try and snake stuff off set? No, I didn't really try to take anything off set, but sometimes they would actually give me things. You know what I mean? Sometimes we would get some freebies at the end of the shoot. Isn't that the best? It is. You know what? I love free stuff. I get tons of free stuff. I think it's <laughs> one of the biggest perks of being a celebrity. And I always tell my fans, I was like, you know, we like getting free stuff. Even if I can't use it, my mom always is excited to get a little gift bag for me. You know, my husband's mom, like, you know, I don't know when this is going to end. So I'm milking it for everything it's worth. At a girl, I do the same thing. If it isn't tied down, we're taking it. <laughs> um, you started out and how do you go from... Alabama to New York model. I mean, Ooh. that's a big, scary thing it to do. It, it really is, Melissa. And looking back, I don't know how I actually pulled this whole thing off. So let me take you back a little bit. All right. I am originally from Alabama. I was actually- Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll tide. I was- voted not, I was voted homecoming queen of my high school oh. that was like the first big thing you know because this thing you know this, this stuff has to start somewhere so right. the first big thing that kind of set me apart was I was voted homecoming queen of my high school and that was a big deal because I was the first African-American homecoming queen of my high school which was uh, predominantly white so once that happened I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Like I might, you know, be destined for, you know, greatness after all, you know, this, it was a pretty big deal. Long story short, I ended up being in a homecoming queen pageant because I was homecoming queen of my high school. And one of the judges was a model scout from Wilhelmina Models in New York City. Wait, big and, time yeah. modeling agency. Yes, yes. And I had no idea. This was my first and only pageant that I've ever been in. I didn't win. I didn't place. Not even Miss Congeniality. And you guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty sweet person. <laughs> Nothing. So I thought I lost. At the end of the pageant, 
this lady comes up to me and she, her name is, I won't forget her name. Her name was Betsy. Betsy comes up to me and she's like, hi, I'm Betsy from Willamette Models or whatever. I would love to talk to you about a modeling contract. You know, at that time, again, coming from, you know, Alabama, such humble beginnings, I didn't know anything about the fashion industry. I didn't even know there was a fashion industry. So um, fast forward to, she gave me her information. I contacted her maybe about a month later to get a little bit more information. And I ended up moving to New York City to pursue a modeling career. So although I didn't win the pageant, I kind of won because I was actually the only one that she approached about a modeling contract. Well, and getting to landing in New York with a Wilhelmina contract is huge. What did your parents think? At the time, again, like we didn't know. We were like just country folk. We didn't know anything about the modeling industry, the fashion industry. Um, the only magazines that I was ever even able to get my hands on was like an Ebony magazine every now and then. And I didn't know, I didn't realize these women were, were getting paid to be in, this mag in the magazine. So we didn't really know how it all works. So basically my dad, I basically could have just told my dad I was moving to New York to be a prostitute for all he knew. <laughs> <laughs> because they're like, well, what do you mean you're going to go try to be a model? Like, do you have, is it a set job? Because you know, I come from the, you know, my, my family's all about like, is it a definite job? How much are you getting paid an hour? What days a week do you work? And I'm like, well, we'll, you know, we'll see when I get there. Like, we don't know really what's going to happen. And, you know, at that time, you know, I was 18. They were like, well, you just should go to college and, you know, think about it later. But then everyone else was saying, hey, you know, this is the time now you can always go back to school. So my mom was a lot more understanding. My mom is beautiful. This is something that I didn't know then that she always kind of wanted to be a model. But back in her day, it was even more confusing to try to, you know, figure that out or, you know, for her to have any kind of access to that, that type of, um, that type of industry. So I went, I got my Got on the plane. I remember it was I remember it was American Airlines. I had my Bible with me, um, which I still, you know, lean on my Bible a lot, even more as a reality star. And I, I, bet. I had three hundred dollars cash in my pocket. And I remember getting on the plane. And I think this is my first time flying. And I knew once they closed the door, there was no turning back because I knew they were not going to open it back up and let me. <laughs> so with that said, I show up to LaGuardia Airport. And, you know, the rest is just kind of history. I just, I didn't know what I was doing. I was super green. And I remember just seeing, you know, you know, going to the, hanging out the agency, checking out the other models, just kind of seeing like, how am I even supposed to act? I didn't even know how to act like a model because I had confidence. I had normal person confidence. I didn't have supermodel confidence where you walk in a room like, with 300 other uh, amazing, beautiful women and still be able to stand out. Like, I didn't know how to do that. It was like, oh my God, I would walk into castings and be like, oh my God, Tyra Banks is here. Oh my God, is that Naomi? <laughs> so it took me a minute, but uh, I ended up having a very successful modeling career. To say to say the least. Yes. Um, then you made the switch to acting. Yes. What was that again? Because it seems like you are one of those people who's at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, and so, by the way, and so much of, our business is being in the right place at the right time and being able to deliver the goods. Yes. And with the right people that ended up just kind of coming out of nowhere, to be honest, because I was never like, once I finally made it out of, uh, once I finally made it out of Alabama to become a model, I was pretty content. I was like, well, this is pretty cool. <laughs> this is way better than what my life was going to be like in Alabama. And uh, I hadn't really thought about the acting. And then I remember going on an audition 
for this movie with Sandra Bernhardt, who I did not know at the time who she was. I didn't know who Sandra Bernhardt was. So anyway, I was like, well, I don't really act. And we're like, no, she's just looking for someone to play her alter ego. You know, you won't really have any lines in the movie, but you'll be all throughout the movie. This will be great exposure. So I was like, okay. So I go to the casting and I push the elevator, elevator button and the door opens up and Naomi Campbell walks out. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess I won't be getting this job. Naomi was like a supermodel then. She's a supermodel now. Like she's just always gonna, you know, going to be a supermodel. So I was like, okay. So I walk in and I sit down with Sandra and she's like, so just tell me about yourself. So I'm like, well, honestly, you know, I just really got here like three months ago. I'm from Alabama. Can't even believe this is happening. You know, I was just really my genuine self. And for whatever reason that resonated with her and somehow with, you know, all these other amazing models uh, who tried out for the role or who met with her about it, she went with me. And that, that job was the first time that I went to Los Angeles. That, that was shot in LA. And that was the first time I went to LA. And Sandra was really good friends with Madonna at the time. Who was dating Right. They Warren were like Beatty. besties. Yes. And Madonna was dating Warren Beatty. So I'm here in LA with Sandra doing this movie and, you know, at night, she's like, oh, Cynthia, you know, come with us to Spago's. And I'm like, what's Spago's? Like, you know, anything. And I go there and Madonna's there with us and Warren. And it just, you know, looking back, I have had such an incredible life. The book is coming soon. Like I really oh, good some of these stories, but uh, amazing. So that's how I got into acting. So one thing led to the next. Next thing I knew I was audition for the Cosby show. I got a couple of recurring parts on that. And then it just slowly started coming up. Ironically, I really love acting now as I've gotten older. I'm on, you know, I'm on um, a couple of shows now. That's not reality, actually scripted shows that I have coming up. And it really is slowly becoming a passion of mine. I'm having a really great time. I think after being a reality star playing myself all these years, I enjoy playing. I just want to play somebody else. I don't want to be, I want no parts of me. <laughs> I get it. I, I, since you beat out Naomi Campbell, I would still be having nightmares that, you know, wake up in the middle of the night with her throwing something at me. <laughs> well, for her. I mean, that was about the only thing I ever got that she, <laughs> I mean, she has, she's had a pretty successful career otherwise. You think? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we went Alabama, New York, Los Angeles. How did we get to Atlanta? You must have so many frequent flyers. I do. Miles. I actually am a million miler now. There you go. So then you got to Atlanta. Yes. How did that happen? Well, you know, I am a lover of love. I am a Pisces. I always go with my heart. Uh, it does not always take me to the best places, but I just kind of go with what I feel. I've always been that way. So Atlanta, I reconnected with a girlfriend who was living in Atlanta and she's like, oh, you know, it's my birthday, whatever, you know, you should come to Atlanta. And I was like, uh, okay, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go, but I'll see, whatever. I ended up going and she was friends with my ex-husband, um, <laughs> Peter, who lived in Atlanta. So we all are hanging out. Somehow Peter and I just kind of connect and, you know, we start talking, whatever. So we start dating. and we get to the part where it becomes a little serious. So someone has to move and figure it out. And he, at the time he was building a nightclub there. So he was like, you know, I really think you should just move to Atlanta. So happy Pisces, follow my heart over here. Packs up baby. Noel was like eight, eight years old. She wasn't a baby, but like she was young and my nanny. 
at the time and we moved to Atlanta. Just thinking, I'm just, you know, just excited to to be in this man's face at this point, not thinking anything, no television opportunities, just really just trying to figure it out. Get there probably about a month after being there, the Real Housewives of Atlanta kept coming up because it was like a super popular show. This was season three that I came on. And I guess it just was like, you know, it just hit the world by storm. So it just kept coming up you know, hey, you know, would you ever consider going on Real Housewives of Atlanta? You know, people would ask but me, oh my who God. Was, who was asking you that? It's different people with, you know, like, like you know, people that even worked at um, Peter's Restaurant would say, hey, you know, I know so-and-so, you know, that's casting Housewives. Cynthia would be a great Housewives. Do you think she would want to interview? And I'd be like, no, 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 that's not my thing. I'm not like, I'm really not a, a drama, high conflict kind of person. I actually do come in peace and, um, it just wasn't my thing. Wasn't my thing. Now <laughs> it's a whole other story. Exactly. Anyway, long story short, what, you know, it just kept coming up from different people. So finally, um, my ex-husband convinced me to just take a meeting to see what it was all about. So I was like, okay, fine. So I took the meeting. I didn't know if it was like going to be cameras in our house all the time. Like I didn't even know how it worked at all. Totally green. Just like when I started models. So I take the meeting that meeting turns into another meeting. And then I guess they call someone from New York and thought I'd be great. And then I had a screen test and then they were like, well, we have this, um, you know, we have Phaedra who we think is great, but we were looking for someone, maybe another housewife or someone to be a friend. And I was like, okay, I didn't even know what any of this meant. Okay. Well, all right, fine. Um, anyway, in the end, I started shooting the show, not knowing if I was going to be a housewife. And by the end of shooting, as a matter of fact, I thought I was going to be a friend, to be honest. Um, but apparently, Phaedra and I ended up being so, you know, our personalities were so different. They decided to take us both. And, you know, when it came on, I was a housewife. And it's been 11 years. And I just recently walked away from it after 11 amazing, unforgettable years. How hard was it to say goodbye? You know what? Because you've worked with these people and it's not yes. even the other cast members, it's yes. the crew. It's 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 all of it. Yeah. I mean, it's been such a big part of my life for so long. It was it was a difficult decision for me. I cannot lie. It was a very difficult decision for me, but I just felt like it was time, Melissa. You know, I can't say that you know, I knew it was either I was going to quit one day or they, they were going to fire me. So <laughs> you beat them to I the punch. work on the show for the rest of my life. Like at any, you know, all things must come to an end at some point. And I just had a good run. And I kind of felt like, you know, I kind of almost was full circle. I got married my first season. I got married my last season. I kind of had my happy ending, which rarely happens on reality TV. So I was like, you know what, let me. I think now feels like a good time. It was time and it was the right time for me because I felt like I was leaving with my brand intact. Um, you know, I was, I've been able to open up all my different businesses on camera. You know, I still, you know, handled myself with as much class and grace as I could. I have an amazing relationship with the networks. So I was actually just texting with Andy right before uh, I got on with you with Andy Cohen. So I was like, you know what? This feels like the right time. And plus, you know, a lady always knows when to make an exit. So <laughs> good point. What's interesting you just brought up though, that your run on housewives was bookended by weddings. Yes, it was. It was. How did, how did Mike, you've called him the man of your dreams. Yes. How did he come into your life? Because 
being on Housewives, I would imagine, makes it very hard to date because people have to understand that they will be giving up potentially a lot of their privacy. All of their privacy. Yes, I'm being polite. Uh, Yes. Um, Well, you know, when I got back out there and started dating and started dating, I knew that whoever I got into a serious relationship with would have to be open to being on being a part of the show in some way, even just in a small way. I can't have be on a reality show and have all this reality off camera. With- didn't didn't that make you worry that people were interested in you for the wrong reasons? Well, yes and no. Because it's two things. Some people actually would want to date me because they wanted to be on the show. And some would run for the hills because they wanted no parts of the show. Everyone doesn't want to be on a reality show. Uh, Either they do or they don't. So when I met Mike, I was like, oh my God, like, I really like this guy, but there's no way he's going to come on the show. How'd you meet? We, crazy enough, we actually met through Steve Harvey on his dating pool. Like (laughs) my life is so random. So I go on a dating app like everyone else in the world because where am I going to meet someone? All I do is work. I work and I'm home. And I'm I never am seated to like, you know, Brad Pitt on the airplane next to me. (laughs) That just is not my life. So I'm on Steve's show promoting housewives and he's just doing a check-in like so you've been single for like a year now you know, how's, you know, how's dating life? And I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's cool. It's cool. I'm having fun. You know, I'm on a dating app, but you know, Steve's like really old school. So he was like a dating app. What are you doing on a dating app? I can hook you up in two seconds. I have a lot of guy friends, you know, that would love to meet you or whatever. So we get into this whole thing. So I was like, all right, well, if you think you can find me someone, then go right ahead. Joking, joking. Next thing I know, they call me back and they're like, hey, Steve really was serious. He wants to try to find you someone. So I was like, all right. And the crazy thing is, Against my PR's better judgment, they didn't think I should do it. They were like, oh, we don't know if this is good luck. You know, they don't really, you know, Steve's dating pool isn't really for celebrities. It's like regular people. And we don't know as a, you know, from a brand perspective, if it works for your brand. But for whatever reason, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it as long as I don't have to commit to, you know, you know, marrying someone that I don't really connect with. So as long as I can have fun with it, I'm doing it. So I do it. And... I remember telling Steve that, you know, what if I don't like any of the guys? And he's like, well, we'll find you six more guys to pick from. So I was like, oh, so we can just keep this going until I meet my guy. So fun. So we get out there. Mike stands out immediately, just super confident. I prayed for a spiritual man. He is very spiritual. He almost kind of misrepresented himself. He kind of came off a little more godly than he actually is. Cause I was like, Oh, so I'm not, I pray for a spiritual man, but I think I'm going to end up with this pastor man over here. Yeah. First lady of a church. The way this man is like, you know, landing on me, but, um, it, he just stood out and the audience loved him. I really, you know, connected with him. And I thought, you know, I thought he was just a a cool guy to know. I didn't know where this was going. He had to leave, you know, he's in the sports industry, had to go host a Clippers game or whatever. So he leaves, whatever. We finally do a first date and we get through that. And, you know, after that, he came to visit me in the land. Then it just happened. But it was a slow burn, I would have to say, because I kind of was like, I didn't really friend zone Mike, but I kind of thought, well, you know, maybe, you know, either way, I knew I would want to be friends with him regardless of what happened. 
with us. Like I was like, yeah, we can just be friends and we can just see what happens and we can just take this super slow. And we did. And, you know, he had a couple of distractions out there and so did I at the time because I didn't know, <laughs> you know, I was going to connect with Mike. And then eventually, you know, once we really connected, you know, here we are. We just celebrate. Yeah, which is, and, you know, we go back to the show bookending your time there with weddings, which your wedding was spectacular. Thank you. You received so much support. I did. From your fans, from the producers, from the cast in your decision. Which is lovely because that does not always happen. No, it doesn't. Who from the cast are you truly still friends with? Wow. Um, I, if anyone. <laughs> I'm in a pretty good place with all of them. Uh, I would say I'm still closest to Kenya and Candy. Although Kenya and I kind of bumped heads on the Ultimate Girls Trip, which you guys will see coming out on November well, 18th. That's what I want to talk about is for all of your, I'm done. You went on ultimate girls trip. Right. Right. Which, and being a producer and as you well know, having done eons of reality TV, they put together people that they know will create conflict because conflict is good TV. That's the whole point. Absolutely. Yes. So for you, who you've actually said, you know, you're very non-confrontational. Like you said, I come in peace. What in God's name were you thinking? You know better. Oh my goodness. Okay. So there's two theories here. Either you know, <laughs> a lot of times because I'm so nice, people take my kindness for weakness and they right. Just, and they do that with me too. Uh, and they uh, cry. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the other thing is I think going into girls' trip and coming off of housewives, although I had made my official statement at that point in my mind, I had been thinking about this for a while now. Uh, and I knew I just kind of needed a drama break. So I think by the time I got to Turks and Caicos for the ultimate girls trip, I just didn't have any more patience left. I just got to be honest. Like as soon as I felt the slightest bit disrespected, I was going in, you know, I have like a little alter ego. When I turned 50, I created 50 cent. Now 50 cent to Cynthia, and then 50 CYNT, I have to make sure that's clarified because I don't want the real 50 cent coming for me because <laughs> I didn't use his name. I just borrowed, you know, borrowed it, but I spelled it, spell it differently. Um, you know, there's another side that comes out when, when she gets pissed off and that's 50 cent. So we have a lot of fun with that. People know when 50 cent shows up because, you know, again, I come in peace. Like I'm really like the voice of reason. I've been the voice of reason forever. So if I get upset, then I am usually justified in getting pissed off. Did you know any of the other housewives from the different franchises before you went on Girls Trip? I did. I did. I'm actually good friends with Luann, Countess uh -huh. Luann. I was actually um, at her wedding and we hang out in New York and the Hamptons all the time. And uh, of course, I knew Kenya and Cal and I have friends in common. Uh, I didn't know Ramona that well, although I've seen it at like Bravo events and stuff like that. And she's always been very lovely to me, uh, but we got into it in Tur Turks and Caicos. But anyway. Uh, well, do tell, do tell. Oh, of course. And who else? Uh, Melissa Gorga. We've hung out before as well. And Teresa Judice. Teresa and I have um, friends in common, but we've never hung out alone. And um, to my surprise, I actually connected the most with Teresa Judice. Yeah, Really? Yes. Really? Someone I was the most curious about. And I was curious about Teresa because I felt like, you know, she's been through so much. 
I mean, she's been in jail. I mean, she's just been, <laughs> I mean, her comeback story is gangster, you know, yeah. like for real. So I was like, wow, like I'm interested. I was just interested in hearing her story. And she was so lovely and so transparent. Um, you know, we just connected. We, we actually, you know, she's in love. You know, I was super in love. I mean, I still am. But like, I remember, you know, when Mike and I first started dating, she's in that same situation. She just recently, you know, got engaged to Louis. So I'm, we just connected. Um, who did I not connect with that much? I would say surprisingly, um, Kyle and I bumped heads, but it was a situation that could have been resolved a lot quicker, but I was kind of holding on to it for a minute. I just couldn't let it go. And looking back, I wish I would just like let it roll off and let it go, but I just couldn't for some reason at the time. And I can't explain that, but you just have to watch the show. So I mean, uh, go ahead. P- people are so excited for ultimate girls trip. How long did it take to shoot? Eight days, eight long days, long days, eight, long as eight days of my life. <laughs> but it's fun yeah oh no we had a blast like other than you know like true to housewife style you know you you know you put women together in one house you're you're going to have some conflict there's going to be some drama but at the end of it I can say I really did get to bond with these ladies and get to know the ones that I didn't know that well a lot better uh we had some f- crazy fun times like you guys are going to see us doing some of everything and um it was it was nice i mean i would actually go back on vacation with these same group of ladies again without cameras uh without cameras wow i would because i feel like now we're like super bonded because i feel like you get you do that first trip to kind of like you know work out the kinks now i kind of know how everybody moves so it's like i think it would be a lot better the second time for me but Um, we had a great time we heard now I could be wrong that you said you potentially would be interested in going on Beverly Hills Hmm. does that mean you're gonna move from Atlanta and 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 bring the family with you or are you I mean what are you because you said you're in LA right now are you house hunting well we have a house here we're by okay Mike and I are by coastal he has his house here in Porter Ranch and I have my house in Atlanta, Lake Bailey. So we've been doing, this is how it's been working the whole time. And then when we got close to trying to figure out what we were going to do, COVID happened, which kind of shut us down for like a year and a half. And we were like quarantined in LA most of the time and throughout, you know, most of the first part of the pandemic. Right now, the bicoastal thing is working for us. Um, And I think it's actually kind of great for the relationship, to be honest, like that space apart, you know, really kind of keeps things fresh. Like we're happy to see each other and we're happy to see each other leave. It just is to me in a, in a way kind of like the secret to a great marriage because you're just, it just always keeps it exciting. Um, in terms of Beverly Hills, I am completely open to joining Beverly Hills at some point, just not right now. Not so right. So you are so open. And I grew up in a family where everything was out there, whether I wanted it or not. <laughs> what don't we know about you? Oh, what don't you know about me? Um, wow. It put a, I put a lot out there already. Um, yeah. I would say uh, most people don't know that I am an incredible cook. Really? Incredible. Like I 
could do a cooking show in two seconds. I could literally come to your house right now and whatever you have in your refrigerator and pantry, I could figure it out and make a delicious meal. Like I'm like old school that way. Like I don't need like certain things. I'm like, okay, what do we have? We got six things in here. I can make a meal. And, uh, and my potato salad is, um, I am the self-proclaimed potato salad queen. And, you know, everybody's potato salad is not right, but I will put mine up against anyone. So what is, what's in your potato salad? Well, now, Melissa, that's, that's, that's <laughs> another day now. I cannot tell you, I can, I can give you all the ingredients except one, because that is what makes it so special. And I mean, who taught you to cook your mom, your grandma, you know, I go, I grew up around uh, women that cooked all the time, my grandmother, my mom, my aunts. So I just picked it up and, you know, I didn't have, you know, we didn't have, you know, we were like latchkey kids. So we had to kind of fend for ourselves when we got home from school. So we had to learn how to cook. We had, if we wanted to eat, we had to learn how to cook. So it just turned out, you know, it just worked out for me that I, I'm actually good at it. And I enjoy cooking. You know, I really, really do enjoy cooking. And also the other thing that most people don't know is also paint. I'm a really good um, uh, undiscovered artist as well. And I haven't had a lot of time to do it in years, but that's something that I I want to start doing uh, more of again, now that I have a little bit more free time, now that I'm in between jobs here. And also writing. Um, I really want to get this book out, um, my memoir. Uh, I want to, you know, I have a lot of good stories. I've had an incredible life, you know, I'm 54 years old and my life has been unbelievable. Well, I see a cooking show and a cookbook and a line of cookware <laughs> in your future. Um, looking forward to a book. And my mother used to be, my mother used to paint for relaxation. So before I let you go, what medium? My mother loved, went in between watercolors yeah. and oils. Okay. I paint, I paint with acrylics. I love acrylics. Or acrylics, yes. Yes, acrylics. And I mostly paint faces. Like I love people's faces. Like most of my, my, my art is, is faces are either flowers. I love flowers. So I don't have a lot of range, but I'm really good at the couple of things that I do love to paint. Well, you're up there with my mom. Very small range, but really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm expecting a delivery of potato salad. <laughs> we, got, we have to make it happen. We have. To we do. <laughs> we do. Cynthia, you are fantastic. I'm so glad you joined us. And thank you so much. Anytime. Anytime. I'm honored to be here. And, and continue blessings to you and your family, Melissa. 